Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Listen all you New Yorkers. Taxi. Okay, we're looking around. This is the 77 WABC minicast. Welcome back to Let the Record Show. This is Judge Richard Weinberg. With me in the studio is Eric Levine, noted attorney, political commentator, and essayist. Jesse Garcia is out on uh, Long Island today working in his position as the county chair of Suffolk County and as vice chair of the state Republican Party. What kind of priorities are those? Important priorities because you have to have a strong two-party system and Thanks to Jesse Garcia in Suffolk County and Joe Cairo out on uh, Nassau, you have two very strong uh, political organizations because you need a countervailing force, as you and I both know. Right, we'll you can't them. allow you can't allow the Democrats to control everything. And I tell you that as the House Democrat. All right, we'll give him a pass today. Okay, so Jesse gets a pass. We'll bring him back next week. So I want to begin by talking about this Trump decision in the New York. Uh, fraud case under the executive law. Let me tell you my position, uh, Eric, and then I'll, I'll welcome your comments. First of all, I don't think this was a case that ever should have been brought. There was no injured party. There were no damages. No one was hurt. It was an arm's length transaction. The money lent by the banks to, to Trump was subject to the bank's due diligence. They had warning in the documents to do due diligence. In fact, they did. And as the real estate types like to sh- say, uh, they gave Trump a haircut on his applications for loans and for his uh, estimates and assessments of his own property. They did their own numbers and they made him a loan. And they all said they'd be more than happy to keep doing business with Donald Trump and his organization. So the judge in the case, Arthur Ngoran, Supreme Court judge, one of my f- former colleagues uh, in Manhattan, from the very beginning found against Trump on the issue of uh, of liability, even though there was no demonstration of evil intent or actual damages to anyone. So he comes along and he now issues a, a verdict with respect to the number. The number is staggering. The number is $355 million plus statutory interest of 9%, which gets calculated every day until it's paid. And Trump now has to decide whether or not to appeal. His lawyers have indicated they want to appeal. The problem is under a state statute, before you can make an appeal, you have to either put up all the money up front and put it into a, a bank account with the court, or you have to get a bond with uh, sufficient assets and a sufficient premium satisfying the bond company, and this is a big deal. And so you're talking about uh, they may have to show something like $800 million worth of, of assets before it will be bonded. Now, I happen to believe... Number one, it was a bad statute that was prosecuted on the case. I believe it's unconstitutional if you have no damages to hold somebody liable. And number two, I believe that this statute where you have to put up all this money before you can even appeal denies somebody due process rights to uh, vindicate his right to an appeal. And then the third comment I want to make, then I turn it over for your commentary, is this. This case 
brought by an attorney general who went out of her way while she was campaigning for attorney general to say she was going to go after Trump and use all her power and authority to do so, was a political agenda from the very beginning. It was tainted. And it sends a chilling effect to all business people that if it can happen to a former president of the United States and a multimillionaire like Trump, it can happen to anybody. This is an abusive statute which can be misused by an unscrupulous prosecutor, whether a state AG or a local DA. And why would people want to stay in this state and do business under those terms and conditions? Or why would they want to venture into the state to do business when a vendetta can be launched against them, an act of using the judicial and litigation process to destroy a political adversary? What say you? Yeah, so I think this is an example. We've discussed this before of a two-tier criminal justice system or just just a two-tier justice system. I agree with you. This uh, prosecution is outrageous. Uh, It should never have been brought. Uh, what you have is, you know, Letitia James, the Attorney General, actually running for public office, running to be elected on the platform of "Elect me, and I will get Donald Trump." That is a Soviet-style justice system. That is what they used to do, and may still do, in the uh, the Soviet Union or modern-day Russia. Basically, you know, Stalin used to say, "Tell me the man, and I'll, I'll find a crime." And that is really what you have here. I could not agree with you more that it was a there was no victim. You know, did Trump lie or did he mislead or did he misrepresent, you know, the size of his uh, of his apartment in New York City, the value of certain assets? The answer is whether or not he did is irrelevant in this circumstance because attached to those valuations are huge disclaimers in bold letters that says, do not rely on these. And... In addition to that, the people who are reviewing these financial statements are not some unsophisticated high school student. These are Deutsche Bank, um, um, Citibank. These are some of the most sophisticated lenders in the world uh, who who are perfectly prepared and able to do their own valuations. And there is absolutely no evidence that they were prevented – from doing their own valuation or that if they uh, did their own valuation that there were any documents that were provided to them that were misleading in the purpose of getting the loan. So it is absolutely outrageous. So why does she bring these claims? Well, as you point out, it's uh, strictly political. It's to advance her political career. Remember, she had an aborted run for governor the last time around, but she has not given up on that hope. And this is one way for her to build her bona fides in the progressive Democratic parties so that um, when Kathy Hochul is up for re-election, she will primary her from the left in the event that Hochul wants to run again. Uh, and it's also part of a pattern and practice and plan to help Donald Trump become the re- Republican uh, nominee for president. It is not lost on Democrats that the more they persecute – and in this circumstance, it is a persecution – Donald Trump – uh, the more that people in the party, A, rally to his defense and increase his popularity, and B, to the extent that they're talking about this, they're not talking about other issues. They're not talking about the border. They're not talking about Ukraine. They're not talking about Hamas. They're not talking about uh, illegal immigration. They're not talking about inflation. They're not talking about Bidenomics. They're not talking about the Iran nuclear deal. 
all the all the oxygen is sucked out of the room talking about Donald Trump. And that's by design. Um, and the judge in this circumstance, uh, I think it really has done a disservice to the justice system in New York in, in particular. And, you know, he's, you know, he's posing for the cameras and he wants to have a high profile. That's all well and good. But it, the decision, I think, is absolutely, utterly disgraceful. Well, the price to be paid for this is discouraging business people from coming to the state of New York or staying in the state of New York. In today's Wall Street Journal, there was a column by a former Governor Jeb Bush of Florida talking about what it no, was. No fan of Donald Trump. No fan of Donald Trump and uh, treated very poorly by Donald Trump in the campaign going back to 2016. I mean, ridiculed by, by, by Trump. And I've had the occasion to, to meet and talk with uh, Governor Bush. He's a gentleman. He's a very low-key guy. Uh, he was a very fine governor of the state of, of Florida. He was a very credible presidential candidate. And he really was the, the victim of, uh, of abuse by Trump at, at the debates and uh, through his campaign. And so when somebody like Jeb Bush takes the trouble to pen an op-ed piece in the Wall Street Journal pointing out what a bad precedent this is and how bad this is for the state of New York or any blue state that persecutes political opponents, I believe that message has to be listened to and paid attention to because there's a real lesson to be learned. You keep it up and there's going to be a price to be paid. And not just by Donald Trump, but for the entire the entire state of, of New York. Which leads me to a, another case that's going to be coming up at, towards the end of, of March, which is the Alvin Bragg. He's a local DA in, in New York County, Manhattan, on uh, the Stormy Daniels uh, hush money case. And in that case, the only finagle there is out of the checkbook in terms of his what he said in his uh, own checkbook accounts. 